Oh yeah, here we go. It's episode 96. And we got a special one here with Nate Weston. I have to go back and check this, but I think he was the first guest with Lincoln Powell that we had for this iteration of the podcast. So we're pumped to get him back on. Obviously, he just released Skull Chatter. If you haven't seen it, I don't know who the fuck you are, but go check it out. Um, actually, there's people that don't listen to that aren't tied into the par- parkour community here that listen. So, and I really appreciate you guys. But if you want to see one of the best parkour projects to date, check out Skull Chatter. It'll be in the description, and you'll be able to understand what we're talking about here. Um, so we dive deep on that video, Nate's process behind creating it. Now that the cat's out of the bag, we dive into some of the tricks that were featured in it that he has been working on and had worked on uh, for you know his entire career and training and uh he shares some great insights into just the whole process behind it and what he learned through the project and and just got some updates and that's how he's doing and where he's going next so much love to nate for coming on and everyone involved with the skull chatter project and here you guys go can you hear me oh i can hear you now hell yeah there we go hell yes oh wait a second let me turn my headphone up a little bit Dude, this is dope. We both have podcast setups now. Yeah, dude. It's legit. <laughs> yeah. We have a little road set up and a little mic. And yeah, it's super sick. Super nice to just hook it up to the laptop and get it going. Amazing. I mean, um, dude, how have you been? How is the... Dude, yeah, I've been good. Just, <laughs> uh, just you know, kind of getting to relive um, the whole like video in a way because everyone's just been super overwhelmingly supportive of, of the whole project, um, which is, you know, as, as something that's taken this long, um, Mm. to actually make and and release, uh, to see that kind of response definitely means the world to me. Um, and yeah, just being really excited about, you know, getting this all done and wrapped up and, um, and kind of looking on to the next, you know, what that next project is, um, in the future and just kind of getting, getting hyped about that. But, but yeah, man, I'm stoked. (laughs) Oh, well, I'm super stoked too. Like, man, I have to, uh, just take a moment to just say like how, how much it was, it was so enjoyable. Like I so appreciate, like, I can't really say it how much I appreciate someone putting together a project like this. And like, I think I know to an extent how hard it is to kind of really apply yourself as much. And I like for a project this big, especially doing it all yourself, you know, you're the, the feature athlete and you have to create so much footage and, and at a time when it's all crazy it's just such a beautiful little time capsule like i love something that i can actually go back and want to revisit you know i know i'll be able to watch this video that you created skull chatter for years and um and derive like enjoyment and like new things out of it every time like even just watching it i think i've watched it you know three or four or five times um something like that And every time it's just like, I'm getting more and more out of it because the first time I watched it, it was like, I couldn't get through four seconds before I had to like rewind. I'm like, what was that? Like, oh shit. (laughs) So that's like my, um, so then even being able to just like, okay, I'm just going to watch it through took like at least a few watches (laughs) because it's so juicy and so meaty. And I'm, I'm like a little bit detail oriented that way. I'm like, Oh, I want to see those things. So I just think, yeah, you did such an amazing job. Um, but yeah, so before we talk about the next projects and, um, I think actually, you know, I also wanted to shout you out because I'm pretty sure that you are the first guest 
that we've ever had on on the new iteration of of the podcast you and lincoln did yes. like episode one let's so go i'm pumped to have Dude, you i remember back i remember so well um <laughs> the first podcast i did with you um with lincoln back in 2018 i think mm. um and just remembering that and i don't know i just i i love i love these kind of little catch-ups um <laughs> so much and especially nowadays with like how you know how little that's kind of going on um so yeah i appreciate you having me man i'm stoked to stoked to kind of get it going with you yeah dude it's it's such an honor and yeah i remember we were on nick's floor just like yeah man, look right. look yeah. how far we've come now look i have a couch now dude this is new hydro you're a homeowner episode you, you're Woo, i'm f- i'm living the life dude we're getting dude, there. i got go. my framed oh let's I'm, go i have to dude. get that rugby shirt too um okay so there's so much yeah. i want to talk about let me just go to my notes just for a second because at least i have it in in order here so i won't forget what we talked about but one of the things like i'm sure everyone's really curious about and i'm very curious about is um the decision to make it all black and white and yeah i guess like if you can just talk about like the your concept of the project in in um in its entirety i would love to just get a little more insight yeah um so yeah basically the whole project it, the very first clip that I ever I recorded for the project was the Santa Monica side side flip precision. Mm. Um, and that was back in February. And um, luckily Ryan Kelly was there and he had like a nice as a Sony camera. Um, my homie Oliver was filming on his like a, on an iPhone and then I had a GoPro. Um, and from that moment, obviously I knew like, okay, like this, this doesn't just belong on Instagram and it's just going to get lost in the void of just Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, so I need, I need to hold on to it. And however long that takes, I'm just gonna, you know, just wait for the, the right moment, just get as many clips, make a proper project and then release the whole thing. So right from the like day one, I knew like, this is the project I wanted to make. Um, and as like, as time went on, that's when COVID really started to kind of hit everyone and everyone started to realize like, Oh, like, you know, there's a pandemic and lockdowns and all this stuff. And I had just kind of gotten this in this weird, like I had to make a decision basically where it was either I release it right now or I just wait and just hold on and just, you know, <laughs> it's going to be a while. Ride um, this thing out. Yeah. And, um, and I, and I still, I, I kept with the whole idea of like, all right, this is, this, this belongs in a project. Um, and as I went out to go train and stuff, like, you know, I have like a little like Sony RX 100, like a you know little pocket camera, um, which is a nice camera, but um, for the the level of like of uh, quality that I wanted the project to have, it seemed really hard to combine iPhone clips, GoPro clips, mm. all over the board, just like you know a lot of different things um, from different cameras. And when I put everything in black and white, it just it it was a, I was able to kind of. To, in my eyes, I was able to not notice the uh, the difference in in camera quality, um, and so that was the biggest creative decision that that was made for the black and white. And I also just low key love black and white so much. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm like so I like love that. it. I was wondering if it was just purely the camera thing because I actually listened to Giles and um, Keelan on their podcast react to it, and that's like what the theory that they put forward was is it's probably something to do with the footage. And I was like, that makes a lot of sense. But also I low key love black and white too. I, I, and I remember when you were visiting, when you were coming through and doing the project, 
um, you had mentioned a little bit about how you like leaving things. It sounded like you wanted to at least allow people to digest and and take their own interpretation from the project and yeah exactly and make that was own. so yeah that was another piece of uh of like creative kind of the creative decision i made throughout the whole thing was um the reason it's paced that the way it is is to allow people to watch it and from any kind of point of view or whatever situation they're in they will they would be able to at least kind of digest it in a way that is applicable to them and their situation um and the whole video, to me, um, I tried to represent it as a kind of comparison to human emotion and the, what I was going through um, and still tend to go through at times where it's like I get these overthinking thoughts and just kind of get like, just go crazy, which is at first like chaos bit um, where everything's just kind of yeah chaotic and hectic. And then there's like this kind of, you know, revamp and everything kind of goes smooth and, and calm. And it's like, okay, like this moment of like, um, not serenity, but just kind of Zen, I guess. And like, just being in the moment. Um, and then I find that, that, that those moments of being kind of Zen and, and whatever, um, really lead up to whatever the next thing is. Um, and, it, and I notice it tends to kind of come in a loop. Um, just no matter what, like in my life, I just, I noticed these three kind of like stages that always seem to happen. Um, and so that's how I kind of tried to when, it, cause I edited the whole video and I tried to really portray that through training. Um, and, uh, I, I just really love the idea of, like you said, like you're the first time you watch the film, um, like you obviously watch it and then you can go back and rewatch and kind of, find different things or like maybe you didn't notice this one little the little meaning behind it or whatever um but that was the whole point that i really tried to kind of um play into was the idea that there's going to be all these kind of hidden little meanings that are in there and it's like you wouldn't you would not be able to notice it first time watching it through um and i'm really stoked with the way it's come because it, it feels like um you know the reason it's the reason it's a 12 minute long video is um another reason like there's a there's a reason behind that as well um i just feel like i didn't want it to be this dragged out you know 40 minute long documentary about like how hard i was having it in and like <laughs> the way that i was feeling like in this certain moment in time um as that just felt like uh you know kind of dragging it out and i felt like just creating a visual story that's 12 minutes sub 15 minutes is my my goal um really really worked and and um to have it all visual as well because i just felt like the moment i because i tried to do a little bit of narration on it and it just felt like i'm putting a stamp on what this moment is and it just felt kind of wrong it was like you know that's not like the the universal thing that everyone kind of maybe interprets from this. And so I just kind of kept it completely visual. Um, and to have, you know, clothing and a photo book um, to really dig deep into, you know, all the behind the scenes and behind like all the backstory of, of um, challenges that were difficult or like, you know, places we were and like why it was hard or, you know, all these very 
you know, very fine details that you actually wouldn't be able to include in the full film if you did do that kind of route, you know? Mm. Um, and so that was like, to me, that was just the best of both worlds, um, is to have, you know, the visual and the photo book and, and I'm beyond stoked on the photo book, man. Like, I can't wait for you to <laughs> I see can't it. wait like, for my copy to come man. I don't dude. know when they're shipping or if they've shipped and it's just that COVID delay, but dude. Yeah. They should be shipping in the next week or so. Um, so you should be getting it pretty soon. No, oh, sweet. Yeah. I'm, I'm super hyped on that and I want to dive into those details in the book and with you and just, yeah, I love how it turned out to you, man. Like I could, I could go on and on about it because I really appreciate it. Like, I feel it's very original. Like it's, it's something that we haven't seen before. And that's one of my favorite criteria to meet when I am, you know, viewing anything. I'm just like, wow, I've never really seen this done this way. Um, and you, you said visual story, like, or, or I think is that the phrase you used and it, yeah, it's just like a really cool story. And like I said, the further I, the more times I watch it, the more I go, oh, wow, I can really absorb and like vibe with the emotions in between. And, you know, of course, like one of the times I watched, like the favorite thing was the shit, the moves. Like I was like, oh my God, what the fuck is that? And like, I can't believe he's doing yeah. that move. And like, how does he, you know, like, I can't do that <laughs> kind of like excitement. <laughs> and then, um, and then another time, my favorite thing was this, that the shots of nature and the shots of like you and just that calm spot, the calm section of it. Um, and just that was like the most profound watch for me. I was like, wow, just like absorbing that section of it um, and kind of feeling that. So I wanted to ask you about more like, you know, you, you did separate into the chaos, the calm and cessation. You just talked about those three um, kind of concepts that show up in a loop for you. Um, can you tell me more about just like what each of those represents and like, and how you um, arrived at that? Like, also I noticed it was like, commencement calm cessation credits they all start with c i don't know if there's any significance there but uh just each one of those sections i'm curious yeah nothing about. uh nothing too <laughs> i just liked it because it all had a, a common theme just starting with the letter c and just yeah. like really really easy to kind of follow along um but you were co conscious of that so I yes there we go that's that's the reason there's <laughs> a conscious um, cause to yeah. that concept <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, um, I, I can dig into it again, um, in a little, maybe a little bit deeper as well. But, um, like when I first, when I first moved to LA, I, I was definitely in like a really bad rut. Um, so I moved to LA last November mm. and, and not from anyone else or anything else, but myself, I just put so much pressure on myself because I'm like, okay, I'm moving to LA. Like, I'm you know, trying to make it work, trying to do, like, do stunts, trying to, you know, do a lot of things, make it like, you know, give myself like the acknowledgement that like this, there's a reason I'm here and I belong here. And it was not really coming. And it was like, really like, it was really hard to actually sink into like, like just being comfortable in LA. And I just got in this really, really weird pattern of thoughts. And it just felt like, it just felt like no matter what, I just couldn't get it out of my own head. Um, mm -hmm. And it was, it also felt like I couldn't like explain it to anyone either because it'd always just be like, I don't know, it'd just be scratching the surface and I'd always kind of feel like this deep void, just like in me, just like not satisfied at all with what I was doing. Um, and in those moments, 
like I've always in the past always been able to kind of break out of that void or those overthinking thoughts or whatever, you know, that is um, with training. And it never like it always in the past, I was able to, even if it was like the most basic training session, like I was able to be like, okay, that was great. Like I had a, great, a good time. That was sick. Um, I feel so much happier and so much better. But it was like, all of a sudden that just like that switch just turned off completely. And I just like, didn't matter what I was doing. I could just never feel like satisfied. And it was so fucking annoying because <laughs> I just couldn't break out of it. Like I was like, it felt like I was just like bashing my head against the wall and that nothing was going on. Like nothing was happening. Um, and I just like, didn't get it at all. Um, and I, and kind of deep down, I, I realized that if I think I really wanted to get out of this mindset, I'd have to do something that just would like low key kind of like scare me out of it in a way that would like, cause like, you know, the whole point of training at height to me is that like, you know, at ground training, you can kind of think about other things maybe and like your mind can kind of wander a bit, but when you're at height, like the only thing that you should be thinking about is this one thing. Cause if you don't, that's your life. Like, like that's, mm. it's a super important thing. Like you need to be on point. And if you don't, you're going to like, there's consequence. Um, and I've always known that, um, from the past. And so I knew like I needed something that was going to like get me in the moment so hard that like, it would just kind of reset everything. Mm. And, and I remember doing like just the regular on the one bar, the set, the side flip pre on the bar and then kick back into full and back out, um, back in 2017. And I remember thinking like, ah, yeah, I, I think it's possible to go from, <laughs> from one bar to the other. Um, but just kind of putting it aside as like, not this, not really doable. Like it's feasible. Like it's mm -hmm. definitely like, yeah, you're like physically it's a thing yeah. in physics, yeah, exactly. in the world of and material just, things. It happened. It could happen. <laughs> yeah like if everything is perfect like it could happen and and so but mentally it's just completely fucked like i'm just like i'm i every time i thought about it i would just freak out and i kind of made it like a note in myself like if i do this thing like i know that it'll kind of reset everything um and also I'll, I'll make a project out of it um which is skull chatter and and so that was back i, I started prepping it in the gym and um, at Tempest Valley um, with a bunch of mats and stuff. Um, and, you know, just prepped it for a, bun a bunch of days, just like looking at it and, and seeing how it was. And, you know, it always kind of felt wrong. It always felt like, yeah, this isn't doable, but I just had this <laughs> one that was like, I actually hit my feet. Like I got the right pop off the, the second to last rail mm. on the takeoff. And I actually like set up and not like, out and down yeah because <laughs> that was like the cop out that was like the easy way to do it like when you're scared um yeah. and i actually like popped and went up and i hit my feet on top and i was like oh shit like yeah this is a thing like if i just if i do this specifically like this exact motion like it'll be fine um and so once i did that in the gym i, I stopped doing them in the gym because i just knew that like i didn't want to risk the one time that like the one session that it really really worked <laughs> To be in the gym and then not at Santa Monica. Mm. Um, so I kind of knew like, okay, I'm just going to completely, you know, scratch the gym and just go to Santa Monica like it's once or twice a week and just consistently get my mind and my body to just get in this rhythm of like doing it, like, like 
prepping it, but not actually doing it. Um, and for me, that process is, is so beneficial just to, just to go there like a bunch of times and just go through the motion and pretend like low key pretend that you're going to do it. Mm. Like standing on the lap, like the first rail, you're like, okay, like I'm going to do it. And then like, I can feel my like mind, like freaking out. Like, puzzling like, just, like, it's like what we have to solve for like, this it's like yeah like, it's just, like fuck it's like turn in your homework now you're like shit your brain's like dude it is insane <laughs> scribbling yeah, shit it, down trying to figure it out it's like all right here's how you do it <laughs> yeah dude and i and then every time i could feel that like feeling come up every like I, every day i went um and so in those moments i would know like okay i'm not doing it today but i'm seeing actually how it would feel if i actually was going to do it um and it's such a, a funny thing. And, and I, I, I love referring to the way you put this for the Hollywood jump um, about the portal and how like this one, like everything that led up to this one day was just everything. It seemed like everything was like giving me the okay. Like, mm. like what the universe, whatever. It was just like, yeah, like this, this whole, like, the, the smallest thing, like I remember I, I, like I just moved into a, a new apartment and I like got a couch or something like, you know, just like this little thing, like that was like a good, like it was like an accomplishment and it's like the tiniest little bit, but I had like a bunch of those happening throughout the first, like the two days leading up to the, the actual day that I did it. Um, and like one of them was like my homie Oliver was like supposed to work on that Saturday and he was like, fuck, I can't, I can't come out and like, and uh, like, Cause I just needed someone to be there with me. Obviously, like it's just to support that. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm like terrified. I'm not just going to do it solo. <laughs> um, and so when he said that, I was like, damn, like, I, you know, I can't do it without him. So maybe we just wait till next week. Um, but then he all of a sudden was like, no, 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 no. I got it covered. Like, you know, we're good. <laughs> and it was supposed to rain as well. And I still was like, oh, damn. Like, but even if it rains, like, you know, I'm only on the bars, so I can just dry them off and they'll probably be grippier as well. So hmm. it should be fine. Um, and like all these little, like possible setbacks, like got kind of pushed aside and it just was like a go. Like, it was like, we got there. I like started warming up and feeling like, oh yeah, like, I think this is a thing. Like I, 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 I feel like I could do it right now. Mm. Um, and it was such a crazy feeling because every time the days prior when I was prepping, every time I had that thought, it would be this like anxiety inducing, like brief, like just like, like, no, <laughs> like don't. And then all of a sudden when I actually had that kind of decision of like, I think I'm going to do this it was like completely just calm and like peace and nothing else mattered at all. Like after watching the video back, it's so hard to actually remember the, the, like the feeling of doing it in a way mm. because it was just so like, just, just do this one thing and that's <laughs> it. Like everyone's voices kind of drowned out. Like there, it was like a busy, it was Saturday at Santa Monica. Like it was a busy day. Yeah. And so there's people walking around and, you know, working out and stuff and, I just don't remember any of that. And it's really interesting how that kind of just tunnel, tunnel vision, vision just, it, it was surreal, man. It, it was like as close you, as you can get in my opinion to like a, an out of body experience, um, like completely just in the moment. Um, and yeah, like it was, it was crazy. Um, and got it done. Like the first one I sent, it was, 
from the first one to the last one I got, it was like 10 minutes. So it was really pretty quick. Um, and yeah, like, but it was like the best 10 minutes of my life. Like <laughs> that was like the most at one with everything that I've felt. Um, and going from like what Paul Whitecotton has said and a bunch of other people have said as well, where it's like the thing that people, I think the reason they do anything and the re- like what people want inherently in this world is, you know, inner peace and, and to be at one with themselves and, and like doing what you love is that. Um, and, and I just kind of got reconnected with the, the joy and passion of training. Cause I guess I kind of lost that a bit after moving to LA and being like, all right, I'm like, I'm trying to, you know, make this whole thing work. And, um, I guess I kind of lost sight of that, um, just a bit, but not enough to fully lose it. Cause I just, <laughs> it came back so, so quick. And I just was like, so grateful for, for everything. Um, and yeah, it's, it's such a crazy thing to think back on, um, now and, uh, just get to relive it. And yeah, I, I, it's, <laughs> it's something else. It's very much something else. I totally, I vibe with so many things that you're saying there. One of the things I wanted to say is that's interesting is like the fact that you kept this window open. Like <clears throat> when we talk about it as a portal and uh, let me know if you agree. I mean, it sounds like you kind of dig this analogy. It's like, you're like opening this portal. Like you're, you show up to like the gates of like um, whatever, some like ancient area or something. It's like, and you just start fucking reading. You're reading this fucking chant or whatever. The thing that's going to open the portal. You're just showing up. You're going to put energy and you're just going, oh, blah, 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 whatever. I don't know. That's the kind of like vibe I'm thinking of right now where you're like, yeah, I'm going to yeah, say yeah. the scriptures. I'm going to say, I'm going to do the things. And it's like, nothing's happening, but you just keep doing it. And then all of a sudden it opens up and you're like, the universe turns their key. And then it's just looking at you. Like, are you going to de- turn your key now? Are you going to jump through this thing? And um, yeah. that's just such yeah. a weird power. I know what you mean by out of body. Cause it's just like, it's like you become something else in those extreme focused moments. I wanted to ask like two questions is what portal do you feel like you stepped into by jumping through that and doing that challenge or, you know, like what, what was the universe on this side and what's the universe on the other side? It kind of sounds like, you know, it was a rediscovery of joy, but I'm wondering if you could go into that more. And then another question is why do you think, um, it required so much energy and effort and, and calm and building up to, op- to open that specific, you know, like, you know, yeah. whatever, like um, warp in the space time fabric of the universe, which is like, I feel like that's really what it is, is like, you're, you're warping space time into like a reality where now this has happened. And not only yeah, that I has think, happened, but sorry, I don't want to cut you off. Last thing is just this no, challenge is like that happened. Okay. The, the flip to flip, like double flyway happened, but also whatever meaning you put behind that, like is imbued in that kind of like experience. Yeah, totally. I think, um, on, you know, prior to like getting that challenge done and, and hopping through the the portal, as we say, um, the, like, it felt like I was, like you said, I was leaving behind this kind of other version of myself. Um, which looking back on now, I feel like there was a big chance of something really bad happening. Um, 
whether it be completely losing joy in training and just like quitting training um, to, you know, there's a lot of things that I was feeling and it just, it felt like I was getting scared of, of what I was kind of becoming in a way. Um, and, and, you know, it, it's, it's hard to fully elaborate on that, but it just felt like I, I was going down the wrong path and I, and I knew it in the moment and I just didn't, I didn't have, it felt like I was going down the wrong path and I couldn't stop myself. I was like, I just, I couldn't do anything about it. I was out of control. And, and so in a way, like, yeah, hopping through that portal in a way, just completely like reversed that path in a way. It was like, no longer going down this this path yeah. that just was ending in disaster to me that's how it felt um to going towards something more productive and it's filled a, with passion tell and me if you agree with this just kind of that sorry i don't want to cut you off but sorry. i had this amazing thought you just made me think of which is i think it's pretty amazing it's like you almost create a challenge that you're like this person that i'm becoming won't do this and i will like the p person i want to become will do this and yeah. like by by kind of like putting it onto like the battlefield almost it's like you're kind of i don't want to say going to war with yourself because i don't know that that's like a, a what you should be thinking of it as but basically you are kind of like you're almost pinching off like all these potentially weaker versions of you at that moment you're like you like twist them out of the of the uh, if there is like multiverses and things like you're like, Nope, I like take that energy out and like yep. form a new one. So it's just like a really wild thing to think about. You just made me like think I was like, Whoa, what if that's like kind of what you're doing is you're just, you're confronting that person that won't do it. And you're like taking over basically by taking all of the versions of yourself that won't and pulling them into yeah. this moment. I love, I love what Alex Honnold says as well. It's like mm. you, you face your fear because your goal demands it. And that is the goddamn warrior spirit. It's mm. just like, it doesn't matter how much it, it scares you. It's like, if that is your goal, like you will stop at nothing to get that thing done. And like that feeling, like just talking about it, like just saying that, it just makes me feel like just, yeah, it feels like anything can be possible if you really go at it that way. And that's such a powerful feeling. Um, but yeah, man, I, yeah, it's such a, oh my gosh. Uh, what was your other question? <laughs> the other again? question was kind of uh, like, well, I just kind of gave you a theory on it because I was thinking about mm. it. But what what was what I was asking was, why do you think you need to create this portal? Like, why does it take so much energy to create it? Why does it have to be such a huge moment? And does it anymore? Yeah, like I, one of the things that I thought was interesting is you didn't want to exhaust whatever like energy you had for this problem in the gym. It sounds like it almost is like you had a sense that this energy is going to culminate and I want it to happen on my terms. I don't want it to like, yeah. So I'm just curious if you think, cause I I've talked with other people about this and it feels like a lot of people have kind of come to a point in their training where they put everything down on one trick or one line, you know, sometimes a couple of times in their training, but they kind of come terms face to face with themselves in like a, in a, they do that every day. Everyone's doing it in training, but on, a, on like a much grander scale. And, um, mm -hmm. and then I think what people have found is on the other side of that, they like discovered that, you know, there was a certain process that was completed. So I'm just curious what you're. Yeah, I think it's tough because everything in life, it, 
it comes in waves and some are high, some are low, some are lower than others, some are higher than others. And, and it's all in moments too. Like there's these specific moments in time where it's like the most probability that it will happen in this moment in time is like at the highest. And like you said, like that's, that's when you have to kind of go for it. And that's when the universe is telling you like, all right, like this is it. Like, are you going to, are you going to lay it down the line? Mm -hmm. Um, and I just, yeah, I just knew that it was the challenge itself was the culmination of so many years of training and, and, you know, all this time and effort being put into, you know, working on cyclic rail precisions. And it just felt like the most, like the epitome of all my training and just like everything going into this one moment. And that's what it felt like. It just was. And so it required to, to have it be, you know, so close to the line of like not doable for me. Like it was, it felt like it was right on the line of being completely not doable. Like I just wouldn't do it. Like, I don't think you're not going to see me, I don't think like flipping to a rail at like five stories or something like that. Like there's just like a certain <laughs> level of like, of just kind Careful of what you say, bro. in a way. Yeah. <laughs> the universe might put that. Probably, yeah. Knock on wood. Oh. Knock on wood. <laughs> um, but there's a certain <laughs> level of like, there's a line where it can kind of go too far, I think. Mm. And it just felt like the Santa Monica rails was the perfect example of, to me showcasing all of my like hard work and time and basically like proving to myself and my childhood self that like i i did it like this this is what it was all for like this is why it was like if everything was like not so hard in but like the days leading up to that moment it wouldn't have felt as rewarding um if everything was like hunky dory and everything was great, um, it wouldn't have been that much of a of an accomplishment. I don't think it would still have been great. Don't get me wrong, but it just it just had this this feeling to it that was so much more than just the challenge itself. Um, I think that's why um, so much energy went into it was because I knew that it wasn't you know on one hand there's like it's at height it's rails you know, you slip, you could, you know, it's not like you're going to die or anything, but you know, you can just get, you can get messed up a bit. Um, and I obviously didn't want to get hurt, but it felt like if I didn't get this challenge, then it would hurt way more than breaking a rib or doing anything physically harming my body that like mentally, I would just not be able to kind of live with myself in a way. I don't know. It just, that's what it felt like. Yeah. Um, it's almost like and in a way, sorry. yeah, it felt like it felt like everything was on the line, like in a way, like you know, similar to how things feel at height. Um, it's like you just have to do this one thing, and that's everything. And that's mm -hmm. such a I love that feeling, like that feeling is everything to me. I love it too, yeah, man. I think it's, I think there's a part of us that wants to know that we'll show up when called upon, and we need to know that we can see that side of ourselves, we want to draw that side of ourselves out to make sure that, you know, we are accountable and trustworthy to ourselves to an extent, you know, and just be like, I yeah. Think and, certain, and I think yeah, go ahead. there's, there's a difference between being completely like send it and like, you know, mm. going for it all the time. <laughs> yeah, like I think, 
to me, the most, the most respectable aspect of an athlete and as a person as well is not, not necessarily doing certain challenges, but when they say no to that challenge Mm. or when they hold back um, and really put things into perspective, because I mean, you know, on the surface, you see all the accomplishments and stuff, but what you don't see is all the times that that person said, "Eh, maybe not like I'm going to, you know, really think about this. And, um, and, but to be able to see that, that like that mindset isn't limiting them, like that mindset is keeping them in check Mm. and valuing everything in their life accordingly. Um, but just seeing people full on send no matter what to me is like, that's scary. Like that, like that can be a bit destructive and, and, and yeah, it, it's, that spooks me out. But to know that I can show up to a, a, a challenge. And like you said, like when the task is like the task at hand, when you need to show up for yourself, when you can, you know, in a way against all odds, just like, you know, tunnel tunnel vision like through the night just doesn't matter what is in your way like you're doing this thing and that's such a sick feeling like yeah, yeah i love that uh, dude i love that it's a sharp sword that you've wheeled or welded and created there <laughs> i love it um okay let's keep it going dude i got a few more things i wanted to yeah. ask you about the music choice was really powerful i loved the music i thought it was like you know one of the things that i really love most about videos like this is that those songs go down in my world like for the till forever they they make me feel certain ways they make me inspired to do training obviously from from a parkour video um and of course it turns me on to music that i don't normally listen to and stuff so um i really liked the music i liked just i'm I'm just curious if you had any words on on the song selection there yeah um so the very the very last song um, by Slothrest, Magnets Part Two. Um, that song, I heard that song, I think back in 2014 or 15. Hmm. Um, I remember the first time I listened to it, like, you know, there's good music and then there's music that, that like hits you and like, it makes you feel like it, there's so much, so much meaning to it. And, and I just didn't, I couldn't put a finger on it. And I just knew like kind of in that moment, I just needed to, try my best to make this into an edit because it just, yeah, it felt right. Um, and, um, so that song was from the start, just, I knew, and especially once this project really started getting kicked off and I put it to like the music and like the ender, Mm. like the side pre Mm. to the, like the end beat. I think I had that on a timeline for, for basically the whole (laughs) nine months. I just knew it's coming to this. That's amazing. Yeah. Like this is it. Um, and, and I was very stoked to, to work with them as well. I, I hit him up on Instagram, um, and was like, you know, just, Hey, like, uh, making a film. Um, I don't really know how like music policies work or whatever, but it's just gonna be a YouTube video and I would love to use your music. And to my surprise, they responded and, and, you know, paid a, a small fee for the license to have the song in the video. And that, that like that, just working with an artist from, you know, on one hand, it's like, you know, parkour is, is my way of, of, um, portraying and expressing myself. Um, but there's all these other artists, whether it's Ken Johnson filming, whether it's Brian and his artwork, whether it's all these artists, um, in their music, like 
that's what I love so much about this project is it's not, like you said, it's not just about like on one hand, it is like, there's a lot of, you know, to me, it's some of my best training, but that's not the whole point is, is it, the whole point is trying to create this bigger than just parkour project. Mm. Um, and that you don't have to just train parkour to take something from it. And that's, and that's what I love the most about it. Again, it's like, it's not necessarily the actual feat itself of flipping to the rail at Santa Monica, but it's just the way it felt and the whole story and the whole process of it is what makes it so special. Um, but yeah, I, I'm so grateful to have that last song in there. Um, and I hit up some of the other artists as well. And, and they were down to like the first song, um, the artist got back to me and was like, yeah, it's sick. Like, I'd love to see <laughs> I like it. That. I, I don't know. Just yeah. like, I don't know. It's just like, yeah, it Band feels together. so sick to have those people involved. Um, and yeah, the, the music was a big, big part of the project and very, very grateful for, for all the artists letting me use the songs. Oh yeah. They, you, they killed it. Um, here's a, I just wanted to let you know a few of the favorite moments that probably we uh we might not talk about or there'd be less noticed but like, my favorite one of my favorite moments and it's like a split second frame is the foot anchor roll when you're walking down like just a step <laughs> that is like the funniest shit because like i just get that moment it's just like god damn it like that'll just happen to you you're like i'm this freak Dude, athlete but i'm yeah. still clumsy um the dribble when you dribbled the rail at uh that park and whatever I don't know what that move is called, but you just pass the fucking rail between your legs after you did a, um, I don't know what that, I don't even know what that move's called. The like front, when you like underbar. Oh, oh, at the park, at the park, the dribble, yeah, like yeah, that yeah, dribble yeah. was one of my favorite moments, you know, again, like unique moments. Oh, I'm just like, it. I love it when they throw just a little something. I'm like, Ooh, that's a nice place for a dribble. Yeah. It's not like I've never seen that move yeah, before, I, but the yeah. reason I liked it is just so well put in. And then the Nordy gap I wanted to talk to you about, of course, um, because, you know, we both have hit that challenge and I just wanted to dive deeper yeah. before we do that though. Um, <clears throat> you didn't really get the chance to talk on, on Modus broadcast about the, the water tower, at least like not the flip section of it. And I was just curious, like, have you, have you received any, um, feedback from like to skate or BMX community on that and, and, or just like, if you want to dive into that, that flip process, you, you know? Yeah. I'd love to. Um, again, yeah, the book has a bunch, a bunch more. Um, thankfully, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. we'll get the book. We got, and, and also um, Tempest so, just put out a great video for the, if they wanted to go into more of the, the Santa Monica pre flip pre, you guys just put out a great video, yep. which you also edited that. That's crazy. You did yep. these epic. Yeah, edits. I did that video. It's called Out of the Minds. And uh, yeah, kind of, it's not really like a behind the scenes, it's just kind of more of like a recap of the way everything yeah. kind of was led up to actually doing it. Have you, have um, you seen Harry Mania 2? But is wait, that say what, it again. Harry Mania 2. Yeah, is that where yeah. You pulled that I, song that, from? I watched that video. I love that. Yeah, song. yeah, yeah. I love that video so much too. And I was like, I wonder if that's where he got it too, because that's like one of my favorite all time yep. inspirations from, from that world. I love that video so much, dude. Mm -hmm. it, yeah, that one hit home. That's why. That's why I use the song because I just I wanted to pay tribute to that video. Nice. Um, but yeah, the water towers. Um, so a little backstory. Uh, back in 1997, uh, Jeremy Ray, uh, ollied the 16 foot water tower gap, and 
which it just is insane to think about. Like after being there, I just, I don't, I don't get it at all. (laughs) Um, And the fact that he running jumped it as well is just insane as well. Um, But so, yeah, he did that back in 1997. And then one of his old, I think his like high school buddies, um, his name is Mike Escamilla which uh, to unknown to me is like a homie of um, Gabe Nunez. Mm. Um, I think through like stunts and stuff. And, um, and so, yeah, he bunny hopped it on a BMX bike. And um, which again is just insane to think about. Um, Well, I mean, not, not, I'm not trying to take anything away from them, but on a, a skateboard is insane. A BMX is also insane because I don't, I don't actually know how to do either of these well enough. But at least with the BMX, I know you can go super fast. I don't know what the run up is. You can is like, like, yeah, you can like, it, it's a huge run up. It's so like, it's I think like, you have like nearly a hundred feet or something okay, like that. So Crazy. I'm like, at least yeah. on a bike, I imagine you can just get going so fast that even a small bunny hop would get you there. But then that's still sketch as fuck. To be able to still bunny hop well fuck, at, at yeah. that speed is, that's actually what takes years to develop. But anyhow. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, uh. And I, I watched the uh, the Jenko magazine um, video, uh, like documenting the whole behind the scenes, um, and just like Jeremy going back to the Gap. And I just did some research, and it was like thirty minutes away from where I lived at the time. And I was just like, I have to go. Like I had no intention of actually going there mm-hmm. and like doing the Gap at all. Um, I just wanted to see it because I just I love the feeling of going to like spots, like you know, going to, like walking through Cherry Creek. Like that's the same feeling. Like walking through and just seeing all these legendary spots that people have hit and you can just kind of like visualize like what they actually did oh yeah um it's such a fun feeling and um it's so in- amazing and you interact with it for the first time you're like oh this is how it is whoa yeah, i remember dude. the first yeah. time i was at imax and i was like it's like this high oh and the wall's yep. this thick oh and it's weird and beveled like it yep, slants yep. inward what the fuck like it just you see you see, the you see little all details the things like, that in person you'd only be able to really notice and from video you just wouldn't be able to tell yeah um and so yeah we went we went there and i knew that they took the um they took the uh ladder out because people i think a bunch of skaters kept on going up there and so they took the ladder out um but in the video i noticed like a big like it was a a big like fat pipe and it went all the way up to the top and like like kind of like mid like two-thirds of the way up there was like a big cone i'm not really sure it was like a metal cone (laughs) that like went out and up and it was really hard to like climb around it because i had to like reach up and over it and i had to grab like these little like bolts (laughs) and like it was just like not a great way to get up um it's like only for i knew like now in parkour athletes yeah like i feel like a skater probably wouldn't do that um but like yeah once i once i got to the top i just like looked at the gap and and it was honestly like like i again like it felt like I, I would I wouldn't want to not do it because like there's just this moment in time where it just everything was working like all right we got in we got over the fence no like no one's here um it'd be really quick just like in and out get the gap done and we're good like and so I, I just kind of had to jump it mm-hmm. and I knew I, I kind of wanted to flip it as well before even going there as like just you know it'd be a cool kind of to pay uh homage to Jeremy and Mike um and so I, I did the jump and I kind of undercooked it a bit. Like I didn't really jump as far as I'd like. Like I wanted to like stride it in a way. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, like hop it. But I just kind of had to, yeah, I kind of had to like, like shuffle land in a way. Yeah. Um, but it's just a really weird gap because it's like, they're both flat to flat and it's 16 foot. Um, but they're both curved. And so 
like there's these two specific points where it's the shortest distance. Yeah. And the moment you start to angle like just the slightest bit off to the right or left, you it just becomes like way bigger and like <laughs> w- like way too much to deal with. Like you just I I thought like if I angled it like maybe a few degrees to the right, I'd probably like barely make it to cat. <laughs> oh my god, that's crazy. Um and so there's just like these very, yeah, very like two points, specific two points. Um, and once I did the jump, I was like, okay, like, yeah, it felt pretty, you know, pretty easy. I undercooked it and I knew it like gunned it and just side flipped. I would be able to get across. Um, and uh, yeah, it, and I can't even imagine how that must feel on a skateboard, like pumping like pushing <laughs> sorry into like the gap because as i started to like because i would like i like slowly jogged and then as like the the point of like i have to like, kind of go and like sprint and then they're like you start sprinting and then there's this point of like kind of no return where mm. you're better off just sending it across than like trying to stop yeah yeah um, because then you're just not even then you're definitely gonna have down. a chance <laughs> of getting across so you might as well just go yeah um and so, yeah, I even felt that, but I can't even imagine what it must have felt like on a skateboard, dude. And it's rough up there, dude. It's so rough. It's really? like, I don't get it. What a legend. I don't, I don't know how that would work either. That's crazy that you can go that fast yeah. and ollie that far. We, we got, I got, thankfully, Jeremy Ray and uh, Mike Escamilla. Jeremy did an amazing interview piece where he just did, he just wrote a whole, whole bunch backstory about the whole process for him. Oh, and amazing. That's going to be in the magazine, and which is just insane to think about. Um, to have him a part of this as well is just such an honor. That's um, really cool. But yeah, it was honestly so quick. It was like, all right, get up, cool, jump it, cool, side flip, side flip, mm-hmm. cool, get down. And then like I watched uh, Garrett got up there as well, and he did the, the jump across, and that was fun to kind of share that moment with him. Oh, nice. um, and then we just like got, like dipped because we started <laughs> started noticing like kind of trucks, uh, kind like like the the water treatment trucks coming in a bit, and yeah. we're like, all right, like let's just get the fuck out of here. <laughs> um, and that was it. It was just like such a, it was such a quick process, um, and it was honestly like so easy as well. Like there was no like, there was no difficulty necessarily in doing. It just felt like the right thing to do. Mm. Um, and obviously, if it didn't feel right, I wouldn't have done it. Um, yeah. But just everything felt great. And so just like, yeah, we're doing that, this. Um, that Santa Monica thing behind you, you get really in touch with like when it feels right in when, in challenges like that to an extent because I think yeah. that's part of that process. And so then you kind of like you're able to just more resonate with that frequency. You're like, oh, it's we're good. Like, I know it's I got the green light right now. Um, I felt that. Yeah. The older, the more like trained and cut. Uh, yeah, just customized. You get to that feeling. I mean, that's what my that's what my easier. family always like. My mom and my dad they're always like, "How do you know like you're gonna be able to make it?" And <laughs> it, it's such a hard thing to explain. But like one, like you said, like when when you tap into that kind of complete focus and in the moment zone, you're able to really like very accurately understand what is actually doable. Um, and almost becomes like a, a sense of like, it just like this, like, yeah, I know I can't make that. Or yeah, I know I can make that. It's such a hard thing to explain, but it really is. It's a but feeling. It just comes with really experience like, though. Uh, it just yeah. comes with experience. Yeah. It's a feeling thing. It's not really, um, it's not something you really can explain. You know, I was talking with yeah. Danny Arroyo in the last episode and he was saying like, he 
he's like you can tell somebody like here's how you put your feet when you're dancing and like put your feet here and like do your, this with your arms and like you could describe a dance but that doesn't mean you can dance That's like you have to analogy, like dance yeah. you know like and it's something about like you have to be able to do it it's really interesting but yeah some of these things are kind of undescri- indescribable yeah that's a good point damn um well and then la- la- again the last like just big challenge that i thought was worth mentioning and, and discussing here would be the nordstrom kong pre front um you know i'm just curious how that process was for you you know <laughs> yeah it w- dude yeah i loved it yeah i mean I, the the very first time i saw it was um with you lincoln and nick and i believe this is before you guys had this, hit it um oh yeah. this is 2018 this yeah is so did, yeah you guys were visiting yeah and we and remember we, we all we had all done like um like we did the roof gap like the cherry creek roof gap nick had just done the white rail descent like we're all like <laughs> we all felt really good like we're like all right sick like i don't know kind of low-key just like like you know feeling that that frequency of like the portal's just, wide open you're like you got a yeah big like, one we're going like anything right is possible in a way <laughs> like um but i remember when we got to that rooftop i think it was kind of like a half hour or hour after we had done those things so it seemed like kind of winding down and um adrenaline kind of like you know getting a little bit lower and so we were like all right like, uh, this is like definitely a thing but definitely not right now um yeah. and then once i saw and, and and mad props to you and nick dude because the hardest thing with any challenge is, is opening the door. Oh yeah. Is being a first person. Yeah. That was all to dude. like hit that. And yeah. it, it comes with, it's just, yeah, it, it makes it so much crazier to me. Um, and so going into that, that Kong pre, it definitely helped so much to know that it's obviously physically possible. Cause like, you know, when you, when you see someone else do it, it's just, you're able to, I was actually able to see him do it. That was the big Damn. thing for me. Yeah. You know, I was there That's when he crazy. did it. I was like content to never do it. But once I saw him do it, I was like, the portal it just opened up for me like instantly. Damn. I was like, I was totally not even really thinking about training that hard that day. I was like, Damn. it was great. That's how powerful opening it is. That's why, like, again, props to Nick, because I was, I was totally just like, eh, we'll see. Like if I do anything today, I'm just kind of here to hang out. And I went from and that was that, the same day, same day, like within five, <sighs> within 15 minutes, so I was sick. like, all right. But it was weird. It was a weird day because like, again, I was like, I'm not training, but you know, the one, the manhood, uh, just the down pre that was like the first jump I did that day. And I'm not yeah. saying that you shouldn't be doing that. I'm not saying that that's like how people should train or whatever, but it was like, again, I was just in this mode where I had no, nothing to prove and nothing to like, I was just kind of like, I'm just enjoying my training. And that was the first jump that I wanted to do. So I did it. And it was just yeah. kind of a strange day. I was like, huh? opening up with um and i'd actually never done that jump that day that was the first time i did it um, yeah that's oddly sick. enough and so i was like huh i guess you know when the challenge is who went was it you was it no it was um it wasn't callum fuck i can't remember but somebody on instagram recently was talking about how you can oh it's tim champion mm. some challenges come to you you can grind towards a challenge like you did with santa monica and then other mm. challenges will just arrive at your front door. And yeah. and it was that kind of experience for me where all like I was like, all right, this big jump that I've never done. Okay, cool. I, that, that was just easy now. I didn't even like have to think about it. It was just ready. And then yep. when I went to film Nick, dude, Nick had just done Manhood, which was insane. Oh, my god! Which, again, yeah, then props to, Dan, to Dylan for opening that one. But then <laughs> so then Nick yeah. was like, I'm going to do the Nordstrom one. 
and yeah i, I think it's so powerful because like I, I mentioned a little bit in the in the photo book i did with with my little interview part for that gap it would be yeah. it was it would happen so fast nick did it and I'm just me seeing him do it experiencing some like witnessing that m- turned me up from like completely content to never do that gap my whole life to like i'm gonna do this within like 20 minutes it was crazy (laughs) dude that's so sick (laughs) god damn it's like a switch just gets like you get you you see like your brain just reads so much information so much oh my god it's it's, like actually insane yeah it became Um, so possible all of a sudden it was like all the unknowns were like all the unknowns were just answered and I just had any, every inf- bit of information I needed now. Oh my gosh, dude. That's so fucking so, sick. God damn. Yeah. That, but that dude, that gap is no joke. Like that Nordstrom <laughs> Kong Prix is no <laughs> joke. It ain't no scrub. That's for sure. But yeah, I, I bruised the fuck out of my heels, dude. <laughs> on the front flip or on the pre? Yeah. On the front flip. I, Cause I did three attempts. Um, the first one, obviously I overshot a, bit like i not like missed the wall or anything but i just like i hit the other the like far edge and just like pinged yeah. off kind of pinged off, um, yeah. and then the the next one i i i think i just went into it way slower um and tried to do the front and then just like i did the thing that like callum did in like um, <laughs> exact same. in india yeah, I remember that, the yeah. exact same thing <laughs> i just like punched and nothing happened <laughs> <laughs> I just all this downward momentum just went into the wall and stopped. <laughs> it just <laughs> like just left you flip. like limp, like rotating in air. You're like, oh shit! I guess uh, <laughs> yeah. It was I have a, no, yeah, so... I have no set, I have no flip or whatever, no up. But I'm just falling forward now. I yeah, I'm just going straight towards the ground and just landed flat on my ass. Um, <laughs> and was like, damn, okay, that like that was impacty and I still got nothing. So I guess I gotta really try this next one. So I kind of felt my heel a bit on that one. Mm. And then the next one I was like, I'm, I'm doing this. Like, I don't want to keep doing this over and over again. Cause that's just, there's no, no, no use in, and just like rep doing a bunch of repetitions and yeah. you know, just, yeah, you're still going over a death gap. So it's like, you know, you don't want to, the exposure wanna, is like, yeah, you're like, I want to feel good about it, but anything after three is like, what am I doing? yeah exactly and, that, and that's if what i was I feeling so it, on the third yeah. one i was like all right i just i have to i have to do this um and i still do i rotated so slow it was so it was like the probably one of the worst front flips i've ever done i think <laughs> but but dude it, yeah it, it just felt like i had to do it um because it was like i don't know there was nothing else to go to after that like pre, um, yeah. I didn't. I didn't think I could step vault it because I would have just destroyed Ooh. my one leg, <laughs> yeah. and I wouldn't want to like just hit it and like pop off really. Yeah. And so I just like knew I wanted to front it, um, but managed to get the front flip to my knees and and uh, it worked. So I, I was stoked with it. Um, but dude, that wall is also rough. Like the, oh, the, 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 Kong, the wall. Kong wall. It's yeah. It's. I know that was another thing I I saw I is like. Yeah, I had fucking like little injury. We're well, not injuries, but just like it tore up my palms too. Yeah, because like there's little like rocks, and they like I think I had like three or four punctures on either hand, and like I was like bleeding, like uh, like on the third attempt, I was like full on just like bleeding, and I remember like that's why I had blood on my shirt, is I was like grabbing my shirt and like and like mm. just trying to dry the blood, and then I'd be like, "All right, you ready, Kent?" <laughs> and then I just like wipe my hands on my shoes and then just run 
happened, dude? Oh my god. No oh, man, that so one funny. Uh, that one was really powerful. Like that was so uh, it took me back just to like see you like approaching the run up. I was like, "Oh my god, I know that feeling." <laughs> and uh very few people do, but it is definitely something that is just out of this world because there's hang time i've never had hang time like that off of a kong pre yeah really except i don't even know like that was one of the biggest ones i've ever done actually it's crazy hang yeah, time wise no, Did, like, the power that's required is actually not the biggest i've ever done but you just you float for a while um yeah, but yeah dude i think gnarly. people could flip that gap flip pre it like kong front pre or like oh, or like oh. flip over the wall pre it you know I think it's possible just because Oh, do I even think about that? <laughs> I think it's possible. I think someone could actually reverse it to like, dude, Marcio should oh my step God. it. Oh my God. Oh, oh dude. But I don't want anyone to go there. I really don't. Cause I'm just like, well, actually, yeah, no, it's, I, it's not that I don't trust people. I think people are amazing. It's just, um, it is intense to watch that. It, is intense it just to can't watch be Nick your suggestion. Exactly. But uh, it is like one yeah. of these like iconic gaps now that it's like, it's in a way it's as, as hefty as the drop is as long as the distance is. And of course how scary it is and the walls punctury and stuff. It's pretty perfect setup. So yeah. you know what I mean? Like it's not, that's one of the things that makes it so tempting. It's like, all right, there's actually not that much that I would change about this. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's low key, like a perfect spot. Yeah. Um, oh man, <laughs> you're giving me like goosebumps and like chills just thinking about it a little bit. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Goddamn. Oh, the last thing, well, the oop inward, there was like this oop alley oop, like 90 degree pre you did to the wall after that concat in LA that I think might go underlooked if, if we don't talk about it. Cause I think that's one of the scariest things I've seen in the video was jumping 90 degrees, kind of turning inward towards the wall. Do you know what I'm talking wait, about? Which clip? You did no, Kong wait. to Cat. I think it's that famous Kong to Cat in LA over at, at height. I think it's in LA. Yep. And yeah, then yeah. you jump immediately into that descent, but like the jump you do to the top of that wall is fucked. Oh yeah, 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 dude. I was I was really like, stoked that's about that. Maybe the scariest thing in that whole line to me is the jump to that 90 degree turn. Y yeah, same. Um, it was it was definitely spooky because uh, the walls are really really thin. Like they're mm. like probably like that thin. Like you can Ugh, like overgrip easily on one hand mm. um so they're really really thin and even the kong to cat felt strange too like oh yeah that'd be it, it wasn't like kong. an ideal situation it's not huge yeah. um but um the one thing that was really weird to me was i like I, when i did the kong like i had way more pop than i initially thought i was going to have and i like <laughs> low-key kind of landed like pretty high yeah you had to like drop ledge. in the cat like <laughs> yeah and i was like damn this is probably Kong Priable or it something. Like it. And I, I was just like, oh, this is so gross. Because the walls were just so thin. <laughs> um, and I knew I didn't really want to fuck with that too much. Um, but I saw the, like, obviously I did the descent. And I, I, I've kind of, I think, not, not intentionally really, but I've kind of strayed a bit away from just kind of normal cat-to-cat -cat descents. Mm -hmm. um, at least from like, you know, any higher than like five stories. Um, and I just feel like it gets a bit, not boring. Cause when I see other people do it, I'm like, that's so sick. And I, I just, I love watch people do them. But personally, I just don't, 
I just don't find them as rewarding as they used to be when I first did them. Um, and so I really love the idea of finding like um, very kind of complex descents where it's not just cat to cat to cat. It's like, there's all these moving pieces that, you know, if you step half step over here in this direction, you hit it from this angle, it completely changes it. And mm. you do, there's no way to really understand the the complexity of it unless you train or you're really been there to that spot. Um, and yeah, that, that, that 182 straight descent was definitely like a good feeling moment. Cause it was like, all right, this is like, this is what I've been looking for mm-hmm. just to find like another way to get into a descent. Cause I, I just, yeah, I love, I love that whole line and the way it, you know, it pays tribute to me. It pays tribute to Victor and Jason who hit it, you know, mm-hmm. Victor hit it like in 2009 or something, dude, which is pretty insane. Um, <laughs> Jason did it as well. And I just, yeah, I wanted to, I just wanted to, a tribute to them um but also kind of add this you know my my style to, to the spot too, yeah. as well and to add on to it um and yeah it, it honestly came pretty easy like it was it was really quick um like from start to finish uh i'm trying to think of the hardest thing the weirdest part was the the um like it's a stairwell mm-hmm. and so you can't really like, especially coming from the cat, when you pop up, you don't have that much of an angle mm. to hit it at. So you have to kind of hit it straight it's on. Like hurdle and almost. there's a, yeah, there's like another, like there's a, a concrete hand or like concrete side and there's a handrail um, to uh, my left. And then there's a, you know, another one to my right. So I have like, it's actually know, pretty like four narrow or five window. Feet. It's pretty narrow. Yeah. Um, and so to, to do it, I had to take off right foot and kind of like, not hurdle, but just like scoop over the left side concrete wall yeah. so that I would land with my hips behind me and then I could grab and then drop into cat. Um, and it was honestly scarier. It, the scariest thing was the idea of maybe heel slipping out. And so like, and like not actually Ooh. going out enough. Cause like, like, you know, if I, if I toe slipped out, that's probably better. Yeah. Because then I could just like grab and You're just taco you know, on, on top of the very worst. But if I like, when I was prepping it, I remember like hitting my arches and like pushing into the stairwell and being like, "Oh fuck!" Like if my, if my, if my shoulders commit and my hips don't. Oh yeah. That's that's a that's a no no bueno. That's, that's, that's an impromptu no, layout to the fucking concrete. <laughs> yeah, and it's not that high, but still, it's like I don't want to do that, that dude. Today. That would be so fucked. <laughs> um, but yeah, what's well, all all kind of made sense. It, it happened really quick, and yeah, very stoked on that clip too. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah man, there's so stoked. many great clips in the video. I, I wanted to mention a few, but there, like, we could literally dissect each one if we had the time. Um, it Thanks, would be man. So yeah, I, I appreciate it. It's uh, okay. So I think you know you mentioned at the beginning that you're like, and now I'm looking already to the next thing. You know, maybe you know. Actually, there's one last thing before we go into the next thing is the clothing if you want to like just explain maybe some of the process behind creating that it's a really unique piece both like well the the cap is is cool like the logo is unique and um and it's just i like the simplicity of it i like the simplicity of the line but uh yeah that was the that was my goal going into it was um you know not to not to plaster it with uh logos or or anything crazy because i just I love simplicity um, and creating meaning in that simplistic kind of art. Um, and uh, I just, I knew like just from watching, you know, I, I get so much inspiration from, from uh, skating and that whole skate culture and mm-hmm. 
and I just love the look of a polo on someone and like skating and like actively wearing a polo. It just, it just like looks right. Um, and so this, the, the, um, striped polo is something that I just was pretty set on. Like I, I, I want, I need, I want something that <laughs> just, yeah, I don't know. It just, it just feels like it's not just a t-shirt. It's like there's thought process into why we did it. And, um, it's not just a logo on a t-shirt. It's like, there's more to it. Um, I'm so stoked with it, man. It, it, it definitely means a lot to me to, to be working with Tempest to, to get this kind of stuff done. Cause you know, honestly, I wouldn't, I would not be able to make this at this like level of quality, um, without the help of Tempest. So I'm very, very appreciative of all that's been going on with, with them. And, um, but yeah, we got we got a striped rugby polo. I also have on this all black one. It's kind of oh shit! We, got, we just Ooh. printed our own one just to just to have a black short sleeve and white collar. Oh um, wait, is that going to be available for purchase? so far? No, um, we had to. We, we kind of made the decision of which one would make the most sense to sell first mm-hmm. um, and not make people choose. So we're going to do the the black and yellow striped um, long sleeve uh, rugby polo, and. Um, so that one's on sale for now, like right now, and we have shorts, we have a uh, uh, ball cap, and we have a beanie. What? I didn't and, even see uh, the shorts. Two yet. T-shirts. Where did the shorts come? I I'm, I don't huh? know why. I, I maybe I'm. I need to pay more closer attention. I didn't even see the shorts yet. Yeah, we have the shorts. Um, they're like a kind of swimsuit material. Um, oh, that's one soft. thing that is, they're like a kind of a, a shorter um fit, and so you have to size up like one or two sizes, I think. Um, but but yeah, we have shorts and. Uh, yeah, it, it, I, I love the idea of having like a piece of, of clothing to go along with a project. Like, like when I wear roof culture, like mm. I just I rep that shit. Like, <laughs> you know, like it's just like yeah, roof culture. Like, it, and same with Merm. Same with you know every brand. Like when I see a video, and like you said with the music, like you listen to a music from a video, it like brings back this kind of feeling that you had um, from watching the video or whatever. And that that was the whole point of the clothing is just to you know, not, not make a lot of money at all. Cause really we're not going to, um, but the whole point is just to, you know, keep this, you know, story going. Yeah. Um, it feels so good and, to be and, outfitted in stuff that's meaningful to us. And yeah, I do have man, to say, I, that's, I the, that's the biggest step forward. I do have to say that I, I, uh, have a little bit of, um, yeah, I don't know. Just noticing that you were wearing some merms in that, those clips. I was like, Ooh, that makes me fucking inspired feels so good i don't know why but like the course, socks man. i'm like oh he's got the socks on too bro Dude, you guys are the ogs man you, oh, oh, we are god i miss i miss the, many, the 2014 OGs, i love I, I always go back to like the 2014 edits from you guys and mm, i just those are some good, those are, those yeah are the still years, like you know like you said like there's those edits that just like they mean so much and you guys yeah you're up there man it it's, takes it, it those are the ones we probably put the most energy into at least that i know the the one that you know you're probably talking of is like you get in what you put out sometimes and we put in a lot you know at that time yeah so thank you very much for for still f- drawing inspiration from that um i think yeah, all course. the stuff the skull chatter is coming out with is so cool uh, yeah i just i'm so pumped on it yeah it just it means a lot i like have that's why i have my shit framed i got this one framed dude yes I got like, um oh that's so sick that's the storm america tour tee the modus 365 tee and the storm i mean the store roof culture asia uh, dude let's promotion. go and so i'm like 
I don't even want to wear them now because they mean too much to me, even though it annoys me because I should have got two of each because then I could at least like yeah. still <laughs> vibe off of it while I'm training or whatever. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, those are those are powerful. And Giles has the insane collection. You know, he's got like one of everything they ever made or some shit. Dude, right? Yeah. <laughs> he's going to put it. He's got a- Giles, we're putting you in charge of Hall of Fame. PK, PK history. PK like, yeah, the, the annals. The annals. Is it annals? It's not annals. <laughs> the annals. It's the annals. Annals. I said annals. <laughs> it's just spelled the same, bro, I think, or something. The annals of parkour will be built, you know, by it. By oh, for sure. But, yeah. dude, yeah, you did such an amazing job. Okay, so um, unless you have anything else to say on the clothing, let's let's talk about what's next for Nate. You know, you're in yeah. the other side. You're in the new multiverse now. Yeah, um, it, it's interesting because I think – the biggest thing is is not necessarily like like what's the next project or whatever mm-hmm. um and like what's going to be the next big thing you know like what's the <laughs> next santa monica cypher braille precision for me um because going into that it already it feels like i'm putting an expectation on myself and that feels like it's kind of the recipe for disaster in a way where it's like i'm just going to push myself and push myself and then you know i don't really know what the outcome will be um <laughs> But I think the biggest thing from this whole project has been a learning experience. Um, and it's been such a good one at that. And as an athlete, as a person, and I just got kind of, I got, I got to know kind of really who, who I was and my process, what my process is for, for my training. Um, and in a way, this project kind of alleviated pressure. Cause there's these, you know, I, I definitely, more reserved person and I definitely kind of stay to myself and I'm in my head a lot. Um, and I always would look at that is as a bad thing. And so to have this kind of negative feeling towards that and the moment that that would, those thoughts would kind of come in, I would instantly just, just feel like this, um, like this is wrong. Like this, like I should like, why am I feeling this way? And I would feel bad because I was feeling bad. And then it would just like get in this weird loop of like, just, it would just go downhill quick. And I think the biggest thing that I learned from this whole project, like process of the project is that like, there will always be ups and downs. And in a way, the moments that for me, at least for this project, the, the, the low moments were what dictated my like future in a way. Um, and so now that I, I know that going into the next project, I know like, you know, like, you know, not everything's perfect. Like things are, you know, things are complicated. Life's complicated. And there's all these things that that'll happen that, you know, I don't know right now, but I know there's going to be bumps in the road for sure. And probably bigger bumps in the road than I even was dealing with last year, um, which isn't, you know, at first thought it, it maybe is like, oh, it's kind of depressing. Like, you know, you just think about the negative stuff. Um, but in a way it, it just kind of prevents me from getting thrown into this like loop of, of negativity. Um, and so when that next kind of, when those next moments kind of happen, those mo- the, those moments of being kind of feeling like I'm in a rut, I know now that it's going to be leading up to something great and bigger than myself, which honestly is like one of the I think one of the most powerful tools that I've ever even come close to learning, like just from experience and just from learning about this whole thing. Um, and so, yeah, I think it's less about, 
um, less about the movement and like specifically what the next project is, but it's just like, what's the, the next thing. And I know that it'll come naturally. Like you said, like things kind of just show up at your doorstep sometimes. And I just need to, I'm just kind of trying to be open to whatever that thing is um, and not directly like specifically saying like it has to be this or it has to be that. Um, and I'm trying to stay as open as I can to as many different opportunities. Um, but as of right now, I'm just kind of, I'm kind of chilling. I'm training a bit, mm-hmm. uh, nothing too serious, just kind of, you know, enjoying the the passion of it. Cause it's just, it, it feels like it's at a, almost like an all time high right now. Um, but I get to go home to, uh, my family, um, in Seattle, uh, next week, which for Christmas and, and, you know, especially through COVID and stuff. I just completely, you know, not took for granted, but just forgot to really fully appreciate um, like family and those around you that really are meaningful and and that mean a lot to you. Um, and so, as of right now, I'm just like, I just want to get gonna get home and just spend time with family, and and that's that's for right now. That's like on my horizon, and um, that's all I really care about right now. So I'm excited for that, but. But hopefully 2021 will be home to uh, some more like some some travel, <laughs> some traveling and some other edits coming along. Um, and I know they will come. But as of right now, I'm not trying to put a name on it yet. Um, but yeah, I'm soaked for, you know, all the the whole, you know, the grand the grand scheme of the thing and the grand like the grand picture. Um, and I know that this this project um, is definitely not the peak. And, uh, I'm very excited to keep, keep doing more like this because again, it's only, it's only one more step towards whatever that big thing is. Um, so I'm very, very excited. Awesome, man. That's great to hear. I I love that. Yeah. I'm actually calling my video this year and whatever. It's just basically stuff everyone's already seen on Instagram. It's not like too much new things and it's not really, you know, a project as much as it's just like uh, a little time capsule for me from the year. But I'm yeah. calling it surrender <clears throat> because it's like it's kind of this this idea that you just spoke about for me, too. It's just like we're going with the flow a little bit more. We know what's coming is going to be great. And uh, yeah. I, I think it's a really powerful message. And also, yeah, especially the th- I like what you said about your family. Do you have like siblings and stuff? Is it just you? And your parents yeah, or? I have uh, I have three older brothers. Um, one of my brothers has a kid. Baby. And uh, sorry, I said you're the baby. I am the baby. Yeah. <laughs> a baby I'm boy. The, I've always been the little boy. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it, it's just, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's nice. It's my, one of my brothers as a kid, he's five and, um, I just love seeing that kid. And, uh, oh, so and one of my other name. brothers is expecting a kid in, in July and, and just, you know, like just that family, uh, family bond. Um, <clears throat> I just miss that so much. And I feel like, you know, the parkour community, has been that for when I'm not home and with family. Um, and, but now it's like, you know, no one's really traveling and seeing each other <laughs> in the same way that was in the past. Um, so I definitely feel like I just need to just need to be with people that I, I love. And, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that a lot. Totally. Yeah, man. Um, anything um, from Tempest? I mean, we can't see, but we shouted out Tempest the zoom video is going to, it's just totally washed out in the background, but that's that Tempest logo. Do you know, um, it looks like they're doing some interesting, uh, just like these out of the mind projects. Like, are, do you know if they're, if you guys is as a team have anything coming up or 
Um, yeah, we're, we're, we're still in the works for a lot of different projects. Um, and, uh, it, it's tough cause everyone, all, like all the pro athletes, you know, we're all, we're all doing different things. Like Sydney's off in Atlanta, um, doing a, a six month gig. Um, Jesse just got a kid and is, you know, you know, that's, that's a whole thing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, Eric's a bit injured. Didi's a bit injured. So it's like, everyone has like their own kind of like, you know, it's not like we're all on the same page of like doing this one thing. Um, yeah. but the, the universal, um, feeling and idea from the team is, you know, we want to, we want to keep making projects like this, um, like projects, um, just and i feel like could you repeat that sorry we lost you for a split second just very brief but interesting seeing the the perception of tempest from the inside now hey Um, nate i'm sorry brother um, can you hear me me? can you my connection just kind of like shit out for a second can you start again from uh fuck (laughs) you were just talking about how the the team is is still committed to doing projects like this. Oh, we're both losing each other. Uh-oh. Hold up, hold up. Oh no. <laughs> My wife, is it, I don't know. I can uh, hear I'm you, trying. I can hear you. You're frozen. Can you hear me? Come on, don't do this to us. Internet, you can do this better. Okay, I, I can see you now again. Okay, I can hear you. Okay, I'm gonna slowly talk. I'm gonna hear slow, me. Yeah, I can hear you. Can you start from you. from when you were talking about how Tempest wants to continue making projects like this, and then how it's been yeah, yeah, yeah. on the inside of that. The headquarters, so they're. zoom you there <laughs> sorry zoom is shitting no. zoom's just shitting it. still. it's just shitting hold on a second let's just stabilize <laughs> stabilize okay i can hear stabilize. you Stabilize. chill you're you're grainy yeah, but i can, I can you hear too. you now okay please again continue hopefully here all right yeah uh yeah so temp, like we're we're trying to keep doing meaningful projects like this um and to just like push meaningful things and uh you know, share this whole thing, this whole passion that we all have. And, um, and it's interesting seeing the the perception of kind of Tempest, um, now being as a pro athlete and, um, and how, you know, it's like people always kind of have some shit to say, it seems like, um, but Tempest, you know, what we're going through right now, especially with COVID, it's like, you know, everyone's getting hit hard and all the gyms are, you know, really taking a toll. And, um, but the universal thing is, you know, we're going into this next year with the intention of just, you know, trying to create things for the, the culture and to push this thing ahead. Um, and, and maybe in the past, it seemed like it was more, um, uh, you know, self-oriented maybe. Um, it was not really necessarily for the I don't, I don't really know what the perception of tempest was, was in the past but it always seemed like they were the the big shots and the you know the big you know they're always like doing stunt jobs and all this stuff and they have all the money so like they're the the bad guys um but but seeing it from the inside i know that you know that's not the case um and we're really just trying to to um 
to push to push the sport forward and um yeah just create more meaningful projects and and stuff is in the works man i'm excited me too brother yeah i i've i've got a lot of respect for tempest they i mean it's clear that they're putting out some really great content they always have they've created some of the most meaningful events over the years the pro takeovers the tempest games that i got to be a part of which was amazing um yeah i mean i've got a lot of love for tempest and i I don't i don't really like to hear when people have complaints about it because they're usually pretty if it's a yeah you know i i've heard it too and it's just like uh, it's often unfounded or or some kind of projection kind of thing and and sometimes the complaints are legitimate but it just doesn't really get you attention in the right way yeah um yeah so i love what you guys are doing man and they're really lucky to have you i mean just the fact that they they have been putting out and sponsoring athletes is just again it's just something no one's really doing and within our community and so that's a huge step forward and they've been pioneers the whole way so um <clears throat> i'm a pump pump for for what you guys produce and and i'm so excited to to just keep going forward yeah we'll see what 2021 brings i yeah. think uh <laughs> Who knows, bro? Who knows? You know, it could Who be crazier. It could get more. In- my, we could all. My door is open, dude. I, I'm just. <laughs> if, if we're gonna be in lockdown, so be it. I'll just. I'll be with family. I'll just be chilling, training. Um, if we can travel, I'd love to do that and go see everyone and come hang out. But, but yeah, it's like, no matter what, we'll get through it. It's just a matter of you know getting through it and and uh, being positive about it all. Hundred percent. Yeah. Well, brother, I don't know what else you got planned Dude. for the day. What do you got going on? I'm going to South Bay to train a bit, um, get some gym training in. I haven't been Is on the it? Super Champ in a while, so oh, I'm going to enjoy I miss that. those Super Beds, man. They're so nice. You can learn They're shit. They're so much fun. Dude, uh, are you, you just are they, have are they so much space to like Is, bail. Yeah. <laughs> Is, Is, uh, Is Tempest still expanding? I heard this is a rumor that I don't even know is unfounded at all or whatever, but are they actually expanding their original location? The, what is it? So the Tempest Valley gym. The Valley um, gym. yeah. So prior to COVID they, um, started renting out this space. So when they first opened the, the Tempest Valley gym, that whole, like the whole the space whole was open and there was like, like right where the, yeah, the whole warehouse was open. And then, um, they put that sidewall up. Mm-hmm. And so there was another business, um, where, where I am right now is like the Tempest office in the headquarters we call it mm-hmm. um there's like a bunch of offices where all the, the media type team guys come and uh we just hang out and um play basketball and stuff but <laughs> it was supposed to be the other extension of that gym and they were just gonna knock, knock that wall down um but obviously COVID happened and it just kind of shut that down but they still have the space um they have a spring floor in the back so we're like um renting it out to um to uh like for stunt coordinating or stunt rehearsing and whatever so we can try and get some money from from it but um um but yeah it's uh it's still in the process it's it's still happening but it's you know like i said covid is not uh not being the nicest (laughs) um the the lockdowns aren't being the nicest um so yeah that that'll hopefully uh yeah that'll happen soon cool get in that south bay that's an amazing facility right there that's like man i've been in it just a few times and i want to go back definitely want to go back i'm starting to get my my acro game moving just for the first time now at the ripe age of 32 i'm I'm getting focused on the twists oh let's go (laughs) so just watch out for these uh these uh, old man hips coming at you oh man (laughs) i'm looking for uh, i'll be ready dude (laughs) 
um all right brother uh i'll let you go i guess and it's been such a pleasure yeah. talking to you man and and catching up and hopefully you'll come through colorado again sometime soon and i'll be able to go yeah, out man. to la when the bands are lifted and all this um, yeah man i appreciate you having me on and just yeah i love i love these meaningful conversations that yeah just yeah, it's great great to catch up and yeah i hope to be in denver soon and if you're ever ever in la let me know i will you know it you know i'll be there you 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 make a small yeah. cameo just a voice cameo and you, you held a few of the shots. So in my video, thank you. You know, I'm going to shout you out right now for holding, holding some space for me there. Of course, dude. <laughs> that anytime, day we trained anytime. After the, yeah, that was great. All righty. Well, have a good one, man. And uh, take it easy. Have a good rest of your weekend. And uh, yeah, keep in touch. All right, brother. Cheers. Thank you. You too. Yeah. Have a good one. Peace. Woo. There we go. You were there. I was there too. And it was a good time, and I hope you loved it, because I did. Thank you, Nate, so much for sharing your experiences and your time with us. Um, it's so good to catch up with him. He's such a great and powerful individual. And you know, what's the, you know what time it is now. Now we, uh, now we give you the, the subscription reminders. So make sure that you are a subscriber of the podcast. Because otherwise you're going to miss the shit that comes out. Like the video that I mentioned in there. Um, you know, go to that YouTube and subscribe for that. And be sure to check out, first of all, all the Nate Weston channels if you haven't already. Um, I'll put that in the description first. But then scroll further down if you want to support the podcast. It's all laid out for you. You get to do anything that you want. Like listen. That's already checked. You already did that. And then... You can subscribe, and then a lot of you guys, that one too, boom, boom. And then you go down further, and you go, okay, I'm going to go with that five-star review level, and I'm going to leave a five-fucking-star review on the podcast on iTunes, and I'm going to give likes and thumbs-ups and shits and doorbell rings and whatever on the YouTube, and I'm going to tell my friends, and I'm going to share it, and pretty soon there will be even options to engage on our website, um, heightdrop.com, where I will be diligently working behind the scenes to provide you with more fun and engaging ways uh, for you guys who really want to support the podcast to do so. So very much love. And I am so pumped because it's only 1223 and I can go outside and do some fucking fun shit in the sun i need it we all need it go get that vitamin d it's good for you it'll kill that vid i love you guys bye